This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and you're listening to The Wrestler Review. She didn't come no, till did. got laid by a prostitute who he married. No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, a much delayed, often duplicated, never once has it been duplicated because no one. <laughs> <laughs> often imitated and oh, not true. Because not true. No one has imitated this. Very easy to imitate. Ooh. Let's talk about an opening match wrestler, but we also make it clear we have cum fetish. Ooh, <laughs> cover us in it. Ooh, I uh, have to have a thin layer of cum on me, or I don't. Ooh. I gotta tell you, I've never felt so much love in that this episode is very late because one of us got married. Uh, yeah, that is, that is Dylan. Um, me. At the amount of people on Twitter that were like, "What the fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the fun thing about uh, SoundCloud that I didn't realize, because I wanted to present something new, which would just be basically an apology, and then here's all four Hulk Hogan episodes right in a row, so that if you are, I don't know, cleaning out a backyard and it sucks, then maybe you can just listen. I mean, why would you listen to this in your backyard, where it's just like, oh, I'm just raking some leaves, and come, then they come, got come, fucked. come, 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 yeah, yeah, rake's Ooh. fine. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, I love it! Oh, Talib Kweli is my favorite. What you call it? Oh yeah! Oh, right. Remember that part of the show? I don't. Close-minded John, sexually active Dylan. That's a T-shirt now. Oh, is it opposite um, day? I didn't realize it was opposite day. Oh, it must be because no. Dylan says he's in love, so it must be opposite day. Sexually active. I never mentioned love. <laughs> love is dead. Okay, but pussy is forever. Ah. Gravestone, gravestone. Um, so, so what happened with uh, SoundCloud, Dylan? Here's something very boring. So SoundCloud uh, caps your files at because this th- fucking thing was almost a gigabyte. So, <laughs> it, but it caps your longest track at. Wow, that's a lot of fat dick jokes. Talked about Hulk Hogan for seven hours and fifty three minutes. Jesus fucking Christ! Seven hours and fifty three minutes. That. The- isn't that insane? Well, and it's a good thing that you make the distinction because that we did not talk about Terry Bola. We talked about Hulk Hogan. Terry Bolea does not have a 10-inch dick. Yeah, and then that Hulk Hogan because that's does. the funny thing is that we probably could have done another episode because we were talking about doing another episode where we just did Hulk Hogan just the movies. Oh yeah. Just the oh, movies. Oh fuck, Suburban we should Commando. Yeah. That's go- Hulk Hogan the actor. That will probably that will be our Christmas episode. I'm demanding that that I'm saying <laughs> That will be our Christmas episode. That will be our... I'm, so we're going to be doing this. We're going to let you guys know now so you have time to pony up your dicks. But we're going to be joining Patreon and doing Patreon-exclusive mm-hmm. stuff of us either doing... Just ask us what you want to do. Do you want us to do, like, um, commentary on pay-per-views? Do you want us to come to your house and fuck your mom? Oh, wait, we do that anyway. Yeah, of course <laughs> we do. Ha, ha, ha. We're bullies. We're bullies. Or You're bad. we have no You're other bad. ideas. Um, yeah. We, Ooh, we, get, in the, get in the closet. It's gone too far. It's gone too far now. Um, yeah, so it's again... Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Oh, okay. Um, you whatchamacallit. 
Yeah, so it's Patreon. So there'll be Patreon-exclusive episodes that you only get if you give us fucking money. And you cheapskates that complain when an episode's late, you know what you get? You get sour <laughs> milk in your fucking assholes. That's just, I'm putting sand in your pussies. Y'all can fuck off. Do you know how hard it is to do one hour of talking a yeah. week? Do you, know how dif- for free? do you know how difficult it is to talk to your friend about something you both enjoy? Hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, this week we're doing... One, two, three. Ivory. Ivory. Most enjoy. Beautiful. Most woman. enjoyable. Ready for. Sex. Most enjoyable research I've had on a wrestler in a while. It's great. It literally. Ivory's career is the story of a nice person, earned some money, and then went on to save some animals. Like great. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And the best thing about Ivory, as I mean, we'll learn over the next six hours, is uh, that Ivory. Um, just really is, yeah, just kind of has uh, the exemplary attitude that you should have in any industry you go into where she just wanted to learn how to wrestle. And she's very honest in that, like, uh, she basically was very shit at it until she went to OVW because she wasn't really even she was trained. But she makes this distinction, which I think is very smart, where there's live wrestlers and TV wrestlers. And uh, she's like, so instance, The Miz is like a TV wrestler. I don't think he is anymore. I think he's actually... Because the other thing is, Ivory only... All the interviews with her are like mid-2000s. Like, as soon as she leaves the Fed, she did the whole thing that everyone does, which Cash is... In. Oh, I'll I left the Fed. Yeah, I left the Fed. Now I'll make fourteen hundred dollars by telling them that Crash Holly like to stick butt plugs and Bob Holly or whatever. Like more like I feel like Kevin Nash is making more than fourteen hundred. Like I hope he's making more. The man can't walk. Give him five figures, please. I would love to learn how much a shoot interview pays. Because there's a reason... I guarantee we can find out in 20 minutes. I gar- I know exactly who we're going to ask. We will find out in it. <laughs> we will we- learn. We should do shoot interviews, but like, ooh, shoot on this. What do you think of me? Get wrestlers to shoot on us? You're like, <laughs> do, you think, uh, <laughs> do you think you like me? Like, I think, think we like could definitely right find now? wrestlers to do that. Like, so tr- Ivory started in Glow. And when you look at how they recruited people for Glow, it's essentially the same thing, which is like, you want to do this? Um, no, you're doing it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Glow was not. Glow was the original Divas search, but in the 80s, Vince Russo wasn't uh, grown up yet. So they were like, well, we want women in bikinis, but we got to have context. And Vince Russo was like, Bro, no context. I can't believe I'm saying this, but don't blame the diva search on Vince Russo. That was all Vince McMahon just being like, horse, horse, horse. <laughs> no, but Vince Russo certainly was the start of the diva search. He was the guy who figured out that... They don't need to wrestle. Just make it seem like you're going to see tits, and then it's fine. Which, by the way, <laughs> they've now gone back to. If anyone was like, oh, they finally have taken a step forward... The WWE, 21st century, no. Literally, they're like, Bailey wants to fuck Corey Graves, but Corey Graves isn't that into her. And it's like, yeah, we're up. it was fun while it was la- while it lasted, everybody. All right, give it a year. <laughs> Charlotte's going to give birth well, to just... a leg. Like, give it, if Paige <laughs> somehow comes back, they're going to, ma- like, being like, hey, Paige, were you too busy being fucked in the ass? Like, it's going to happen. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though, is... 
I don't think it's gone that far, but I do think that, I mean, we are part of the internet wrestling community, I think we can safely say, and I think it's also safe to say that they were like, Vince McMahon was like, oh, this is Bailey. she's, uh, small girls are a big fan of her, and she likes hugging. Hugging? Dicks? No. Well, I don't know, make her fuck somebody, what do you want me to do here? Who? No one wants to fuck a child. That's gross. Uh, Vince, she's a wrestler. No, people want to... People see a woman. What they see, they see a receptacle for their fluids. And this woman is Come a horrible or mucus. One. Either way, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a place that you do it. If you don't have a Kleenex, what do you use? Your wife. Why do you think my, my Linda has that expression Linda. on her face in Washington? <laughs> I've instructed all those Republicans that they can wipe various liquids from their body upon her. <laughs> Linda, yeah. I have a flu again. <laughs> no, Paul. Don't wipe your feet on the carpet, Linda. <laughs> so Lisa Moretti, she she began wrestling in the Las Vegas, not LA-based uh, Glow or Gorgeous Ladies of wrestling. Uh, she uh, was trained under Mondo Guerrero, uh, who, and by the way, Chavo did all the training on the new TV series to keep it sort of in continuity. Um, and she wrestled um, as fun. Tina Ferrari and formed the tag team with Ashley Cartier, TNA, the original TNA. This is the difference between Vince Russo and, or Vince McMahon and Glow. In Glow, when it was only women, get it, it's a funny joke. In Vince McMahon's Attitude Era, TNA. It means tits and ass. And here's the guy that they fuck who's tired from all the fucking. <laughs> no, that was T- oh, TNA right. was testing Albert. Pretty Mean Sisters. TNA was testing Albert. And then uh, Trish Stratus was like, this bitch has huge tits. And that's nice. Yum, 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 yum. She did wear a hat to accentuate yum, 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 yum. I'll throw this out there, though. Here's something fun. Uh, here's how nice Ivory is. She's like, actually gives credit for the name TNA for being clever. It's like, you poor, nice woman. She's like, well, because he made the observation that from cheerleading, my my bottom was very nice. And that my friend Ashley had a large bust. <laughs> I was like, That's the classiest way you could be like, we're naming your team Tits and Ass. And then you come and like, well, how did you come up with that one? <laughs> the other name was going to be Cum Dumpsters. Now, that's fine <laughs> for me for the first half because... I have had unprotected sex. Unfortunately, neither of us resemble a dumpster. We're actually quite thin lady. So um, so we went with the TNA instead. <laughs> um, Glow is amazing, too, because it's, it's crazy that the one person who kind of came out of Glow was just at the start kind of a write-off tag team character. Because I don't know if anyone here has watched the Glow series on Netflix, but I was kind of looking the whole time being like, and which one of these ladies turns out to be Ivory? <laughs> so, but it, she was just a tag... I was just uh, weirded to learn she was a tag wrestler. And the other thing she kind of admits to is that, once again, until she was in OVW, really, she couldn't jump for a drop kick. And if you watch any of her matches... You watch you watch her matches as Tina Ferrari as a singles competitor, and you think, this is terrible. And then you watch the other Glow matches, and you're like, oh, wow. She was the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat I don't think she went to o- Did Glow. she go to OVW first, or did she go to, was it USWA was their training territory at that time? She said OVW. Okay. Um, she might have been wrong about her own life. Maybe you she is. I got fuck. news for you. Wrestlers don't remember as good as us, because they're not always on Reddit. Going in between the Opie and Anthony Reddit, and then any wrestling Reddit, because you're just like... <laughs> 
I need to see what it looks like underneath the internet's carpet, and those are the two places you go. <laughs> I guarantee the opening Anthony and uh, wrestling Reddit is just basically <laughs> like, oh, the same guy's posting with minute-long intervals. Um, Mondo Guerrero teaching these women how to wrestle is very funny. Uh, just the fact that he would be like, I think the Netflix series definitely probably had originally that as a character, but then we're like, no, it's too racist, but really Mondo Guerrero wrestling like, and here's how you stab Mondo. We don't need that. Uh, no, they need to know how to stab. Wrestling is 60% stabbing. What is weird about the Guerrero family is that like strong tradition of wrestling and family values also, very good friends with convicted rapist Art Bar. Art Bar was a convicted rapist? Absolutely. That was one of the things with his career, which is like that's why he went to Mexico because he kept people he kept like going to places and they getting over and then someone would be like is a rapist and then they were like, "Well, you got to go, Art." And he was like, "Ah, ah shit." <laughs> Here's a weird thing. He convicted rapist also wouldn't change his name from The Love Machine, which I feel is pretty tasteless oh my god that's a very fantastic point i'm just a love machine all right let me just make sure that he is in fact a an oh you're just not slandering the dead yep sexual encounter with a 19 year old girl after a pnw uh, card in pendleton oregon the girl later filed rape charges bar continued to wrestle he was playing beetlejuice at the time despite the charges and attention brought to him she he was playing beetlejuice yeah, not good. pnw and the portland uh, oregon so he was dressed as a cartoon caricature of a guy sexually assaulting women and yes. then followed through gimmick. with it a year later Barr was polygraphed as part of the police investigation during which he admitted the girl did not consent but he believed she would have been willing to have sex someplace else. Jesus Christ. Bar worked a plea bargain. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. It's very bad. This is very bad. Bar. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah, now. I'm very glad he's dead. But it's what it's the it's one of the weirdest <laughs> That's things. That's insane. Like, Eddie Guerrero, good man. It's like friends with a rapist. Like he worked a plea bargain and eventual child murder. Who? Art Bar killed a kid. Oh, Chris Benoit. Oh yeah, man. Duh, duh, John, what are you duh. doing an impression of? Nope, I don't sound like that. I sound great. Barr worked a plea bargain and was convicted of first-degree sexual abuse. He was fined $1,000 and placed on two years probation and sentenced to 180 hours of community service but served no jail time. Barr also maintained that he would have beaten the case in court but was advised to take the plea bargain since it involved no jail time. Also, if he had lost the bad publicity, bad publicity would have harmed local wrestling. Publicity. After the third time. Would have harmed the local wrestling business driving away customers. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Christ. The bad part of rape is that it drives away customers. I hate wrestling. Um, <laughs> don't worry. It's Listen, not like he was You gotta stop assaulting the customers. Luckily, he then joined WCW, now a national company, in 1990 immediately after Perfect. because Oregon decided that he wasn't allowed to wrestle there and didn't renew his license where he went on to be known as The Juicer in order to avoid copyright claims <laughs> over his Beetlejuice character. <laughs> oh, this is very bad. Due to a faxing campaign, his rape conviction followed him, which along with his small stature, of course, because it's wrestling business, him being a rapist isn't enough. It's also, not only is he, not only does he rape women, also very small. He then eventually was fired. Yeah. Don't worry. He then Jesus. went to EMLL because Conan's yeah. like, that's cool. Spent a year there. Uh, 
then went to uh, AAA, was there for two years, um, was mm-hmm. getting ready to go to uh, ECW and possibly back to WCW, mm-hmm. and then died. Thank God. Good. Glad he's dead. I mean, that's insane. So, wait a minute. His official statement was like, yes, I raped her. But I think she would have uh, given in at some point. Basically, his reason for... That his was reason his... for... What a piece of his fucking shit. His reason for raping, which... It's not a good yeah. way to start any sentence. Was well, I could have if I had worked harder, I would have been able to fuck her consensually, but that takes that's, that's fucking horrible. Yeah, it's the weird thing about the Guerreros. They're like that's the because he was like referred to. He's like he was like another Guerrero, which I'm just like, what were the Guerreros up to then? <laughs> he was like another Guerrero. He just couldn't get out of yeah. it. Well, he just didn't. Well, I hope my, oh, that's crazy. Here's why I'm glad he died within three months of him being in ECW. His name would have been Art, I don't take no for an answer bar. Yeah, that's, yeah, ECW, and they would have been like, get him, Art! Yeah, like, like <laughs> the biggest... He would have he, been a face He would have ECW. been the ultimate warrior of ECW. Like, Tommy Dreamer <laughs> would have been the Hulk Hogan, but Art Bar would have gotten on an unprecedented run, and they would have chanted, no, 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 kidding. No, no, no. Yeah, we would fucked. Art Bar just comes out... Just crazy right through the right through the entrance, kicks a woman in the back and leaves the ring. He's undefeated against women. Well that guy that's a huge piece of shit. Well I'm glad that Mondo Guerrero think about this though. Six weeks of wrestling training, how much can you really get? Especially when most of these girls didn't really like wrestling. Like, um Ivory kinda grew to yeah. like it. She grew to like it and wanted to become a good wrestler. And in a crazy thing, she kind of did this on a whim. And glow doesn't work out, so they started uh, powerful women of wrestling. And by this time, basically just by being a keener, Ivory is the champion. Uh, she wrestles as Tina Moretti, and she's the champion of these like uh, fluffy leagues. Here's another thing we might not get to talk about before we move on to her WWE run. Is Did you ever watch Women of Wrestling, John? When you were, of course, it did. Not only it came on right after Walker's Tex- Walker Texas Ranger. Just to let, while some of you were having unprotected sex by a bonfire, I was learning how to look into the eyes of a ranger, the unsuspecting stranger. And um, <laughs> following that would be the women of wrestling. They had one pay per view that was a disaster, and the commentators on that pay per view, Dylan, were ooh, that was Art Bar and Chris Benoit. Very close, uh, Staggerly Marshall. Bobby the Brain Heenan. <laughs> that may. Should we watch this? I pay-per-view? don't know if that fucking exists. I rem- Let's see if it does. I'm sure it does. If it does exist, um, that will be first Patreon. That's the first Patreon episode. Is the Women of Wrestling pay per view commentary? Because I'll throw this out there, uh, Women of Wrestling. When I heard they watched the pay per view, everyone said, "I've never seen it." But everyone said, wow, that show must have been edited amazingly because the wrestling was so putrid. And they had these girls, they had a tag team that was like, basically, they're just two girls from Baywatch. That was their gimmick. And my friend Adrian called me five times because at one point, uh, one of the women's bathing suits went to the side and you could see your puss. <laughs> and that was like, he was like... <laughs> I have a VHS of it. I caught a rerun. <laughs> We're watching it. <laughs> 
and I wasn't like gross. I was like, we are absolutely doing that. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Good idea. Also, by the way, I believe the pay per view is on YouTube. Is, is on YouTube. All right. Well, if it's on YouTube, then it'll be our our first Patreon episode. To be an introductory member of Patreon, it only costs you forty eight actual million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> also, Dylan. Also, by the way, uh, on Patreon, if you join Patreon, you can select the beverage that Dylan and I will drink during the live commentary of that. <laughs> Horrible. It has to be, Why would it has you say to be that? an actual drink. You can't just be like each other's cum, because that's assumed that we're going to drink each other's cum. Um, or pee mm. or poo. All that will already happen. You can select alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverage that we will consume for the entire period of watching that pay-per-view. I think Christ. it's a great idea. Alcoholic or non-alcoholic. That is a great idea, John. A great idea that will end uh, end in us uh, killing each other. And then many I guarantee people. someone's going to be like old fashions or salty dogs. And it's like, line up 20 salty dogs. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> we will... The women of wrestling paper, because it's like anything with bad wrestling. Like when I watched a bunch of glow stuff for this review, I was like, this is fun for exactly two minutes. And then I just want it over. Yeah. It's like how it's kind of it sounds weird, but like how there was that big show Mark Henry match from a couple of years mm-hmm. ago where Mark Henry uh, splashes Big Show a couple times, pins him, and then they take Big Show out on a forklift, and it really got Mark Henry over. Um, And that match was great because it was four minutes long, because no one needs to see ten minutes of them just like, like, I punched him, I punched him, he fell over, bye-bye. You don't need an entire, like, 30 minutes. They were working that hammer lock, because <laughs> it'll just be like, it'll just look like Big Show has Mark Henry's wrist and is trying to help him put on his jacket, but Mark Henry's It's refusing. a great thing that was said about Andre the Giant, which is the reason why you put Andre the Giant in a battle royal, is because he didn't actually need to do anything, he just stood there and hit people, everyone else did stuff, and then yeah. he just won. Was, yeah, exactly. Great. Speaking of people that just win, my heart. Ivory debuted in 1999 in Ooh. January. She was effectively brought in, by the way, to be the only woman who could actually wrestle in a sea of like, they've got tits type wrestlers. Uh, she was she was brought in, <laughs> by the way, as a hoe for the Godfather. I remember the first time that the hoes that the Godfather had, and as we now know that they were just strippers that Bruce Pritchard went to find. Um, it was. I remember when she was like introduced this way, in that basically she was the only one that was wearing like long pants, and you're like, well, that one's definitely gonna do something because she's not. Looks like she works at a strip club by the airport. I remember first seeing her for the first time in January of '99, and just being mystified that a woman was wearing pants. On wow, that television. is an incredibly accurate uh, observation for that time and period. Thirteen and a half year old Dylan got because he. Here's the thing. This woman was born in 1961. This is, we are about two years, one year and a half into women are sluts, let's see them on wrestling. It gets way worse in the post-attitude era when like Don Marie fucks a man to death. Still the best angle they've ever done. <laughs> but this is the yeah. real beginning of it. Oh, I didn't turn that off. So everyone just now knows that we started, we're recording this at six o'clock. Ooh, Chavo. Well, she then acted as the valet for Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown, and it was heavily implied that Mark Henry wanted to hit that. But she's not a very good actor, which actually kind of works for her up until she gets the right to censor, in that it's mostly just her, like, just being kind of a kick-ass bitch. Like, she 
she was able to do what they kind of couldn't do with China and that China was very good in being intimidating. But at a certain point, you're just like, yeah, we get it, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I found China got very stale very quickly. Well, like, rewatching Ivory yeah, matches well, were fucking won. awesome. It's true. And the other thing is about Ivory, just her coming in during this time is, <clears throat> first of all, like, now women are solidified as pure as purely objects in wrestling. Ivory comes in. It's kind of a weird left turn because it's them trying to make a women's division and the thing that now they don't do as much of, thank God, but definitely they did then, which is Ivory was a bad guy, essentially, because she was older than the other girls and Great. didn't show as much Great. skin, Yeah, you know? And it was a weird left turn for, like, you branded your women's division as um, let's see them boo-boos, and then you bring in this, like, accomplished wrestler who... Really looked like she's. It, I mean, this sounds base, but she's so much more attractive in like interviews because she's being herself and comfortable. And then she has this really great, like, stern look about her. And what I thought was when I thought, when I saw her for the first time, I was like, oh, this is going to be like a madam to feud with the godfather now. Like, that's what I thought it would be. I oh, thought Ivory, that would have been great. Yeah. That actually would have been fucking great. Because it makes sense. She's attractive, but she's how older than everybody. The and fuck then, they, yeah. like how that because right there they could have definitely been like, she's here to compete with the Godfather. Also, she's yeah. fucking the hose, lesbian, <laughs> lesbian. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, that was probably pitched, but then she was like, "No, I people people shake my hand when they meet me. <laughs> they don't just look at me weirdly and then walk away." And I want yeah. that to still be a thing. Yeah, I'm a person. I'm not like that's the thing with like Ivory is that because she'd been through Glow, which must have been fucking sketchy, that she's very yes. able to control her character, all that sort of stuff. It's around this time when she came into the WWE. She had a boyfriend back home, and The Rock walked up to her at some point and was like. Do you have a boyfriend back home? I'm going back to the hotel. And she was like, I do. Thanks for asking. And then apparently like 20 minutes later was like, fuck. Could have fucked the rock. <laughs> and I it just, it's the best. She has a, it's a shoot interview she's doing with uh, kayfabe commentaries. And it's the best moment. Where, yeah. Like she's just like, ah, damn it. And I'm like, good for you, Ivory. That's so funny. No, she's really like she's really, and you can tell why they brought her in is because she she's o older than everybody. She can kind of teach the women how to wrestle because I guarantee at this point they're like like Ivory says actually in this interview, um, which is basically you can only show your tits once and that's only interesting once. Yeah, and she, by the and way, that's, she's that's a her main criticism about the cat is just like you can only show your tits once. Like you have to have content at some point, and that's them. This is them basically bringing in Ivory as like. Okay, well, she's been around. Cause she's been in wrestling at this point for like 13 years, and none of it's really that documented because it's women's wrestling in the 90s, and no one really watched women's wrestling in the 90s. They were just down to valets, and by the mid to late 90s, obviously, they were uh, put pudding on your tits and get out there. We need five seconds of boners. I like how diplomat you're, diplomatic you're being. Like, she basically said the cat was like, oh, that whore. She's a whore. She fucked everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, she fucking hated the cat and i'm kind of cool with it now ivory also was a fuck but to go to your point the extra important point that's about the she was a bumping machine she made all of those lady wrestlers when you look back you're like these matches are okay they would have been fucking horrendous if ivory wasn't in there actually yeah. like she was able to bump and take all of their moves as haphazard as they were and at least make them look like something to the point that, like she basically is bouncing around with the uh, the women's world title 
throughout most of 1999, up until basically right to censor. So much so, by the way, this goes to testament. They put her in with fucking the fabulous Moolah, who was mm-hmm. at the time in her probably 70s and was, I'm sure, physically fucked up. The match wasn't amazing, but the idea that they could trust Ivory in the ring with the fabulous Moolah is fucking, it's a testament to how good she was at her job. Yeah, and how much they trusted her. And the thing that Ivory says uh, during this period um, that I think is very much, it's something I've said on this podcast before, is that they had a lot of, they had women that couldn't wrestle, like Sable um, and, you know, Terry Runnels and stuff like that, but they could still be in a match because half, the other half of the roster was people like Luna, Jackie, um, obviously later on Jazz. Uh, people like this, people who have a history in wrestling, because you don't need... There became in this mid-2000s where it's like, oh, everyone in the match, every women's wrestler was like the same person. It was a model. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't need that. One model and then one wrestler, and then you have an okay match, and people still, if you want, if you think people want that, can still look at the model. And trust me, if I press my Explore option on the Wrestler Review Instagram... I will say this, people are still quite interested in women's wrestling based on just slow-mo videos of their bots. (laughs) Just Alexa Bliss taking a body slam is always the top thing on my explore option. And explore option is basically, these are the accounts that people who you follow, follow. So if you guys ever want to be a weird perv, but but still be able to look at your Instagram on the bus... The explore option. That's an advertisement for being creepy. But like, it's like I always say, like they're they're in tights. So like, I don't know. You, creeps are gonna like w- women who are in shape anyway. You don't need models. Like, have one model. Like, when they had Sunny, that's everyone just focused on Sunny and was creepy about Sunny. It's fine. You get the focus on one person. I understand that Vince McMahon probably is kind of weird about that because. He's had in the past. He's probably had uh, bad. He obviously actually has had bad experiences with Sable and Sunny when he put too much focus on them, and then they were like, "Well, I'm leaving." Whatever. But I mean, it just works better for the company, doesn't it? Um, Can I just John? say this? Yeah, hello, I just wanted yeah. to say this, by the way. So, how does Ivory lose her championship that she wins back from Fabulous Moolah um, yeah. at the end of 1999? Do you remember this? I don't know. Do you not remember? I was no. I, the reason why I went silent is I was double checking. So Ivory, this wrestler we've just praised to say that she's reshaping, bumping for all these people. They put her in a mm. four corners evening gown, po- uh, evening gown pool match, not pole, pool. <laughs> yeah, because they gotta be wet. <laughs> Where she's defeated by Miss Kitty, and in celebration, Miss Kitty shows everyone their tits. Nice. I saw. I watched this live. Wait a minute. Miss Kitty shows everyone their own tits. So, <laughs> like, you look at your own tits. No, she shows everyone. She shows everyone her tits. I watched this long body. Small I wa- legs. I watched this live with all of my other friends when we were fourteen, and it was a tremendous day. <laughs> that's fantastic. But then that's the start of Ivory and the Right to Censor, which I think is her best incarnation it's one of the best things that the wwe has ever done and the fact that it just kind of went away really pisses me off dylan let's take a break and then we'll talk about the right to censor and then her leaving the fed and also your new love of being uh fucking airtight during sex that's all holes plugged oh put it in me put a put a put a lug in me put a plug in my butt put a cork in my dick Put a pussy in the mouth. <laughs> That's the song you said. <laughs>
Nom 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 nom. Put a plug in my butt. Put a cork in my dick. Put a pussy in my mouth. Dylan got. It's the break now. Ooh, what a break we're having. That was such a good episode of the Wrestler Review again. Ladies and gentlemen, please rate and subscribe to the Wrestler Review. Of course, you also want to review it. Please review our podcast for the love of fucking Christ. And also, guys, give us some money. Not with a Patreon. Nope. Or some sort of naughty Amazon link. We don't want you to give us money for a goddamn nothing, right? Here's what we want you guys to do. We both have comedy albums. Please buy those comedy albums on our website, thejohnhastings.com. That is John's website. And dylanagot.com. The A is for awesome. I'm an awesome guy. DylanAgot.com, thejohnhastings.com. Please buy our comedy albums. We love you. Please make love to us in our beds while we're naked. The A is for Atherton. We're back from a break that lasted approximately 50 minutes. Ooh, 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 so much come for me, 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 me. So pretty much a year to the day of her debut, she starts playing the right to censor. Yeah, wouldn't you? By the way, in researching of this fucking show, drop the mic, classic, it's replacing the yawn as my go-to move. The amount of matches she has to participate that ended the word pool or strip like (laughs) they were minutes away from and for the world wrestling federation title four women have to make shit in their pants like (laughs) vince is gonna eat the shit is by the way weird one she participated in the miss royal rumble swimsuit contest that was won by may young (laughs) well because she came out in that like 50s thing and i think it's great and the, the other thing here's how you know this is a great angle and i think the right to censor we're going to talk about this in a stevie richards episode wh- whenever we get there stevie richards and ivory were fantastic in this fucking stable they all were the val venus where you always wore white trousers bull buchanan yeah the good father it's fucking great i love the right to censor i thought they could have kept the right to censor going for so fucking long they should not have disbanded it as soon as they did because it's one of those things that you could have just kept like using. I've been stressed out a lot, so I've been watching old WCW Saturday nights from the 80s because I find them soothing, which is the bleakest thing I think I've ever said publicly. And yeah. they have managers like Paul Jones's army is just sort of this rotating cast of guys that just sort of fills mm-hmm. up and just does shit. And sometimes it's pretty high up on the card. Other times it's like, oh, he's just working with a Russian guy. Who gives a fuck? And they, that's what Right to Censor could have been, but they just didn't go for it. Yeah, it's true. It's like a, it's that idea of like if you have – it's that idea of a team, right? Like sometimes the team's doing good. Sometimes the team's doing bad. Uh-huh. Um, they uh-huh. – <laughs> I think, yeah, it, it could have really could have oh, been I don't, Richards. I don't actually know about that because my team has always done well. You're on my team. Oh, what's your audience? Not Dylan. Nope. nope, I don't even know what that meant. You don't need to. You've gotten to this. You've gotten to this meta, meta era of shit talk where it's like we don't even know what we mean <laughs> yeah. anymore. We're actually insulting. You're a pancake <laughs> yeah. fuckface. Oh, uh, I guess you don't know how to solve for pie when it's blueberry. <laughs> By the way, I had this experience. I had Japanese cheesecake yesterday. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay, it's what, gross. what it is it? It tastes like styrofoam. It tastes like... It legit... It tastes exactly like if you ate styrofoam that tasted a bit like cheesecake. It's the worst. Was it actually Japanese cheesecake or is it just someone was like, it's like Japanese cheesecake or was it a Japanese restaurant? They're like, 
We have cheesecake. It was a Japanese bakery that said we had cheesecake. Yeah, I don't trust that. And my now wife will say stuff like, it's always good to try through new things. And I'm like... No, it's not. No. No, it's not. Right to censor. Censored. Woman. Woman. Censored. Bad. You're bad. You're bad. Women. Bad. This idea. Good. Because think of how much longer they could have kept the right to censor think of how much how they could have just warped it to be like oh now we're the christian coalition yeah and like they could have the right to censor in now like just coming in and being like oh we like everything and then everyone would boo exactly well and uh by the way i meant christian coalition is in like very harsh christian values stable not the actual christian coalition of him and tyson tom but the right to censor is a great thing because obviously yeah, they're the I don't best think anyone deals. I don't think anyone was confusing you with the little remembered Christian based faction, the Christian Coalition. You fucking idiot! I think idiot. they were John. No, they I weren't. I think they were John. No, they I weren't. I think they were John. You're wrong. I'm right. Oh, you get to talk about Paul Jones, but I can't talk about the Christian Coalition. You fucking piece of shit! Your words hurt. Find a hat that fits, buddy. I do Find have a hat that fits. <laughs> oh wait, you can't. Ooh, what's that rain tarp? Oh, that's a yarmulke for John. That's hurtful. John's becoming John. Yeah. Oh, you were oh. about to say that John's becoming Jewish because you're an anti-Semite. Dylan's an anti-Semite. Dylan's an anti-Semite. No, I'm yeah, you are. You don't like Jewish people. If I'm anti-Semitic, how come I love bagels? Touche. I don't know how you lost that. Oh wait, I do know. You're a fucking idiot. I'm not an idiot. Censored. <laughs> Him, it. Her and Stevie Richards were fucking great. Um, she played. Everything to the hilt, and it really, like you said, she's bad at acting, right? So this kind of this kind of really capitalized on it, and it's so weird. I think it's one of her talents is that you listen to these shooter interviews, and she's really such a, a warm person. You get the real, like, oh, this could be my nice aunt who shows up but never had a kid, so she still likes her husband. Yeah. She could be that lady. Oh, she's got but, she's got disposable income and has a dog. Yeah, exactly. She just she just feeds that dog whatever she that, that dog eats real good, yeah. you know. But she uh, but she portrays the like obviously super stern like almost like vice principal character, um, really well, uh, which is it's great and it's one of those things where they, they have it now in women's wrestling, but they definitely didn't have it back then. Or I mean, they were losing it was the variance in characters where it's like every woman on in that company at that time had fake boobs and wore a bikini to the ring versus Ivory is the only one like wearing clothes. By the way, and their gimmick were was yes you can whenever you want. <laughs> and I'm and by the way that that includes that includes yeah. the fabulous Mula and Mae Young. Like it literally the gimmick for all women in yeah. the Fed was <laughs> yeah and if they don't want to that's wrong and bad yeah oh you're bad 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 like the idea that edge was edge and lita were booed because she cheated on matt hardy was a bit surprising given the climate of wrestling that we had just come out of because if that had happened yeah. any other time it would have been like cock bad edge good lita tits <laughs> lita tits Cuck bad edge nay. Um, That's the thing, right? Like right dispenser that focuses in on. Is, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, just wrestling at this point was theater written for street harassers. Yeah, it was like if DJ Lethal from Limp Biscuit made a musical that had no music. <laughs> Check it out, DJ Lethal. Yeah, I'll show you tits. It's tits to tits, tits. Wrestling at this time was basically. I forgot about DJ Lethal. <laughs> That's so good. It was basically wrestling at this point was basically 
all of the skits that were cut from new metal albums. <laughs> I don't like sex. That's bad. Who's high? We all are. What are the rules? Don't care for those. That's the fun. But here's what one point I did want to get to. Is it an interesting that basically the women's division at this time becomes what Vince Russo thinks that male wrestling should also be? Just matches with props. Like not obviously not like a, a show your dick match or like a, a white undies match where ooh I can see the outline of Bull Buchanan's a hog. But I just mean like props. Like everything as a prop. Like there's no just matches where two people are competing because god gosh darn it they were in the right yeah you know i agree so at wrestlemania 17 ivory goes into the uh goes in the champion against china and china squashes her and this is an ivory kind of talks about this and it is really kind of a sad thing that like china never really wanted to wrestle the women she kind of felt she was above it but by the same token, she could have been... I Okay, I've heard this argument before. I think China's wrong. I think it's the way that the women were positioned. China didn't like that. And also, as it turns out, China yes. was just sort of a sad person who liked the acceptance of being the first woman who got over beating the men. But by doing that, then they kind of ruined China because when then she was just wrestling other women, it was like, well, she would be stronger than them. She's like, she nearly had a match against Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it kind of fucked her yes. that way. Yes, and the other thing is, yeah, so you kind of put her in, but I mean, I don't think that's true, actually. I think that if you wanted to, that's a really a golden opportunity for, for China's character. Obviously, she wants to just squash all these women super easily, but I think it's a golden opportunity to, if you want to actually do something with your women's division, because you remember this time, WrestleMania 17, this is when they are taking steps towards, like, the stars of the women's division actually can wrestle with, like, Lita and Tristratus and shit. So if you want to make a women's division, like, why not have the golden four of China's Tristratus, Lita, and Ivory, and then just have... I mean, keep this match the same because Ivory's just like who she is. You know, she's a workhorse, but she's at the end of the day, she's almost 40. Like, have her lose to China super easily. Yeah. Maybe have a return match where she loses to China again super easily. Yeah. It's, China's a monster. But then have a match with Trish Stratus where China wins, but Trish gets some offense in. And then, you know, do that way. So it's like, you've already put China on a championship level with men. It's a great opportunity to then have everyone take women's wrestling really seriously by having her go 50-50 with some women. And then it's like, and then the announcers can stress, like, if Trish Stratus is doing this well against China, she beat Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental title. And then you're doing everything because you're burying Jeff Jarrett, which I'm sure Vince wants to do. I got to tell you, that's a fucking absolutely brilliant way to do it. And you're absolutely right. That's what they should have done. I'm in bed. I'm completely naked. And I'm covered in olive oil. Is that how you came up with the point you just made? Yeah. Put me in a pan, because I'm hot. Ooh. Ooh, baby. Ooh, love it. Right to Censor was really underutilized. And then they kind of get rid of it, and Ivory becomes the, oddly enough, the Val Venus of women's wrestling, where she's around for four more years, but who knows. Yeah, that's the amazing thing about both her and Sean Morley made probably upwards of a million dollars in a four-year span where it was like, What? They're still, like, I guess. Well, she was a great utility player, right? Because this is the time, 2001 to 2005. Like, by 2005, women are 
even lower than like they would have loved an evening gown now it's just you start out with a bikini on and at the end whichever one of the male wrestlers wants to takes it (laughs) the winner gets to fuck mason ryan yeah or whatever nathan jones versus ivory in a penetration match <laughs> they both win yeah loser is cummed in <laughs> nathan jones loses so they do the alliance and they do a whole thing where basically ivory is uh paired with tori wilson and stacy keebler in what was a real actual attempt to get them to learn how to wrestle, which either panned out or didn't. And uh, Stacy Keebler could have been a fine wrestler, but it's just like, I kind of am on the side with Tori and Stacy Keebler, where Ivory's frustrated these people don't really want to learn, but they're kind of like, why would I want to take bumps that in actuality would kind of lessen the way I'm entertaining, you know? Yeah. Stacy Keebler's an interesting one. By the way, only five years older than us. Weird. Um, she we could have fucked Stacy Keebler. Still can. Um, she, by the way, is. Oh no, she's married. But she's an interesting one in that, like, she could really tell that she's like, I know what my my worth is. I have my angle to get on television, and I'm just gonna do it. Because she went, yeah, pretty seamlessly from WCW to the WWE. Was brought in by Kevin Nash, by the way, and according to all rumor and innuendo, it's because he wanted to cheat on his wife with her, and she avoided that. One hundred percent. Of course, she did. Of course he did. He was like, I'm <laughs> going to fuck her. Uh, no, you can't. You work for Ted Turner's company, and that's highly illegal. Boo. And then, like, she just went on to have various, <laughs> like, sort of, like, small roles in television, and now is sort of just known as being, she's like, that sexy girl who's sexy. Well, yeah, George Clooney's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was her or Tori that was George Clooney's ex-girlfriend, but it is her that's George Clooney's ex-girlfriend, right? Yeah, I think the Stacey Keebler, like, this is going to sound weird, but Stacey Keebler is the kind of attractive that a celebrity can date because she's like really pretty and picturesque whereas Tori Wilson be like look at them tits you know what I mean like She's the kind of celebrity. I would like to. That, yeah, I'd like you all to know how much of a child I am. Is that her? What was her television debut? What show was it? Pacific Blue. It was a show called Pecker, and I was like, in my head, I was like, and it was a hard episode. Becker? Pecker. <laughs> no, it was not called Pecker. It was the film Pecker. Yeah, that's great. Directed by John John Waters. Oh yeah. This is definitely a show called a movie called Pecker. I love it. <laughs> oh, if it was directed by John Waters, then yeah, for sure it's called Pecker. Yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't called Come. You stick a flamingo in your pussy. And then everyone dies. Give me twelve million dollars. <laughs> People like it. Mm, so I'm like Vincent Price if he was out about being gay. <laughs> but this is the thing. So Ivory's in this great utility role where it's like she's necessary because they've kind of like they just t- don't really think to hire another woman who's really competent at wrestling coming in to the Fed. And, and also, by the by way, she accounts- also transitions in from going from sort of like she's kind of the bitch to because she's sort of there and the only one that's good. Everyone kind of just remembers her of being this legacy player that was just great all the time, which she kind of was, but got better towards the end. She also was a trainer on the second series of Tough Enough, um, was very critical of one of the few people that apparently was very critical of the XFL backstage and kept wanting to know um, which helmet and which jersey she paid for. Because basically what happened was a bunch of the profits were garnished because it's a profit share of the company. So they could justify Mm -hmm. them and be like, we made less money this quarter. We don't pay you guys more. But it was like... 
No, we're making more money than we ever were. It's just that you went and spent all this money on a fake football league that no one asked you to do. Yeah. Well, that's extremely frustrating. And the other thing she's getting frustrated with is that you were you touched on tough enough, but it's like, so this is Ivory's, it's 2002. She's been with the company three years. She feels like she has some 10 years. She feels like she has a strong footing, right? She was in the Alliance. She's been in very prominent angles like the right to censor was very prominent as was the godfather you know what i mean those are big parts of the show very over parts of the show so she feels like so she starts stepping in she's a trainer on tough enough she's like okay these people trust me to do this this is great and she apparently starts being disillusioned with the company she's around for three years after it but disillusioned with the company when they picked linda miles because they were like she just kept saying like this girl doesn't want to be a wrestler like she has a major ego problem. So they pick Linda Miles, and that's when she's like, oh, fuck, they're just not, they don't really care about women's wrestling. Because she's really championing, like, and she basically says the same thing. I don't know if I, I've probably said it already in the episode that, like, she was on Glow. She doesn't have, she doesn't think that women's wrestling shouldn't be dumb and sexy. No, but she wants it. It's a certain, like, you know. It's but just have it be seven minutes long and have some content. Like, yeah. Hori McHorface can go up against uh, Jiggle McTitty, but if they're having an eight-minute-long match, then that's what Ivory wants. You he know? Basically, she was in a tag team called TNA I got news and for you. still she, thinks it's great. Ivory basically said, I want, what, I want them to do what they're doing now for women's wrestling, and it's gotten way over, and they're already killing it. Like... It's a fascinating yeah. thing. Is basically she was just like, it will get over and be popular, and you'll get a bunch of mainstream press for doing it. And then they were like, bad idea. And then, you know, <laughs> 15 years later, yeah. they were like, how didn't we come up with this before? Oh, wait, we did. It's very funny that next to Vince McMahon, Triple H, Triple H literally looks like a militant guerrilla feminist i think she should only wear a push-up bra but then also wrestle what the what, what, what? yeah oh and they could smoke cigarettes i suppose after that get the fuck out paul you are not my son put that dog collar back on my daughter yeah you know if you're around here with my daughter you have to lead her around on a leash because she has to learn she's not people you better bark every time she pee <laughs> bark <laughs> just like trish woof woof <laughs> so she gets uh so for the next couple of years she's basically just one of those people who earns a paycheck but doesn't really do anything what a great time to be arrested uh but she also is a broadcaster she goes in and does wraparounds for yeah. like wwe live time oh true yeah true then i think jtg's the guy that went the longest with just being one of those dudes who never ever ever wrestled but <laughs> what's gtg got a paycheck jtg was in crime time one of the angles that was racist even for wrestling oh yeah who could forget they're black people and they like to steal but they're good guys because they can't help it it's just in their it's just in their genetics john that's a that's a character they had in 2005 and then, in something that was more subtly racist than overtly than Crime Time, they're only elite, it was just they old always tag with John Cena because it's like, see, he's a rapper and black people like him. Oh, it's fine. No, 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 no. Yeah, I see what you. Yeah, no, no, so no, 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 no. Didn't one of them write a book? Uh, yes, JTG, uh, wrote a book that everyone absolutely must read because it's him just fucking being like wrestling super yeah he said it's an ebook right there's yeah there's one part in it where he says um basically 
he said, what's the most important part of wrestling to a WWE superstar interview? And then he said, oh, respect or something like that. Hustle and respect. And then he was like, oh, fuck, don't print that because it's like John Cena's slogan. And uh, the guy was like, I won't. But he printed it anyway. And then the next day he was supposed to have a T-shirt come out. And then Cena was like, hey, I read your interview. Good job or something. And then the next day, he didn't get his come out. Like, that's how weird and passive everything is in there. Because he wrote it himself. So it's not a guy in a shoot interview who's like, why is John Cena gay? And he's like, well, he's not gay. He just was weird one time. And he's like, who have you fucked? Yeah. Did you ever see the big show's dick? <laughs> fucking interesting. It's fucking great. I fuck and I'm interesting. Oh, oh, oh. My wife, my wife, my wife. Leave now. I have to fuck this bed. I moved on from people. What's your favorite thing about Ivory John? In ring work. I think of all the wrestlers that we've had to research, she is the best at making bags of shit look fucking amazing. Really? Yeah, she wrestled the cat multiple times in right to censor and made her look good. <laughs> the angle where she fucks up China's neck, I wanted to go back to that actually, is fucking flawless. Just the way that they did it in the body movements, the way that she kicks her body and stuff like that. It's just she's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. She was really, really deceptively over as a heel. And for the 80 millionth time, if we say this, she would have been way more prominent if they would have taken women's wrestling at all, even close to seriously. You know, Dylan, you haven't brought that up enough. Oh, wait, you have. Consensual sex is something I have. It's not something you have. Yes, it is. You're the art bar of this partnership. I'm the Eddie Guerrero. (laughs) You're shart bar, buddy. All right. So you're like art bar, but you have diarrhea. Shart bar. (laughs) Shart bar, bud. I'm a rapist. Also, my name is The Love Machine. Do you want to change that? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is terrifying. I can't, oh, I'm going to have a nightmare you, every night now. I can't believe you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I knew his name was The Love Machine. I've been actually like, putting off getting into Art Bar because I was like, oh, he's a really influential wrestler, I guess. He tagged him. He was a t- in a tag with Eddie Guerrero, so i got to watch some of his shit. But no, I'm never going to do that. Never, ever going to do that. He is a... Ray pissed. A guy from Slam Wrestling did say Ivory versus the Fabulous Moolah was the worst match he'd ever seen, though. Yeah, but why do you but fucking... I mean, but again, a it's, woman. it's also context within, which is like, yeah, that doesn't actually surprise me that you would say that. Because you know what? What Ivory's real ability was was making other people look good with a couple of bumps. She couldn't wrestle a long match, but... You don't yeah. really need to. Like, it was within the context of what she was given a job to do. She did it very well and very interestingly. So... Fuck you. Fuck you, slamwrestling.com, you bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the, the comparable thing was, who is, like, Ric Flair got good match. I can't, you can't say Ric Flair. Maybe you say someone in the mid-card. I can't think of anyone offhand who just gets good matches out of people, and that's their utility guy. But there used to be jo- jobbers in the 80s who, would, who were really great jobbers, and they would get good matches out of, like, the Warlord or someone like that. And I guess the comparable thing was like, who is a better wrestler, the Warlord or um, Tori? And I'd probably say the Warlord, right? Like, wrong. She never really got it's me. I think I'll do your best and then my worst. Check it, check it. I think the. I mean, obviously, the thing's the worst that she never got a fair shot. She was in the wrong era. Fuck. She was in the wrong era. If if she was thirty eight now, just just being that old and being a female performer in. WW on WWF television, even now WWE television is crazy. 
Natty Nightheart's gimmick is that she's old, that she's a bag of used browned bananas, and she's 28 or 29. Yeah, I know. It's the best. And Ivory came out as a 38-year-old. She was 38 when she came into the company and still got a like a pretty good run out. So I mean that's I mean I think that's the best thing about her. Is she like for all that she didn't do, for all that she was like underutilized and whatever, she had a great run and uh, really overcame a lot. I don't know how she like I legit don't know how she got that job because it must have been I don't know how she got the job. She hasn't really said directly how she got the job. But it must have been someone in the high. Like it seems like a. I mean, maybe it's silly of me to say, but it seems like I like a Jim Ross or someone else like that decision. It's like, okay, Vince, you're going crazy, uh, hiring all these models. Can we just have one person who just wrestles? Like we need Luna Vachon, we need Ivory, we need um, Jackie, even. You know. I think that I, so, I, I got news for you. I think that's exactly what happened. I I, I think that I I. I'm not. I have no idea, but that's what it seems like. Is that Jim Ross, in his genius of being a wrestling coach, basically a guy of how to put together a roster, was like, "Oh, you're literally making a thing over here where it's like they touch nipples and then we come." And he was like, "I'm gonna just go get a wrestler and just just put her over here." Yeah, and exactly, and even and even the way she was a wrestler is like she's a older woman, which obviously looks different, and she's just a different body type and everything else than every other performer they had so that's why ivory i think is so interesting to me is that in simultaneously she underachieved and was born and was kind of came up in the wrong era and also vastly overachieved for what every other she was the only performer maybe on television that for a couple years that didn't have huge old jojos huge yugga lugs think about that which brings was- me to my worst thing about ivory. i mean what <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 Ah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see your fucking milkers, you stupid bitch. Oh, it makes me... I can't read. Good. Yeah, why would you want Don't to? I, yeah, read my loads or however that works. Is that your worst thing about Ivory? It should have to be if, no. it, if it was. I would say that the, would be very in line. I would say the worst your worst thing about Ivory is the fact that she wore a long scarf for a while that I found very irritating but can't not remember. <laughs> really bugged me i mean that's true there's a lot of good things that, like uh she was they utilized her really well in the right to censor the scarf is really the worst thing yeah for me it was I, it, it annoys the shit out of me i've been thinking about it the entire episode of how to bring it up and make fun of it it just fucking pissed me right off why are you wearing a scarf <laughs> so no and then what she, era was the scarf uh up until right to censor she'd always have a scarf when she walked to the ring. <laughs> that seems like a, something an older lady would do. Like, well, I'll go out there in a big oh, well, next. Oh, well, you know, yeah, you don't want to get your tonsils inflamed there, hon. I just, uh, first of all, do up your shoelaces. You're going to actually die. Okay, hon. Just make sure that uh, that they're okay. Good to see you. All right, hon. Oh, John's mom drinks it. All right. Well, that's the end of our Too far. Episode. Too far. <laughs> Ivory. This is our episode on Ivory. Ivory. I. I. Ivory. Ivory. I. I. Ivory. Well, for, Thank you. for unprofessional Dylan Gott, I'm very professional John for Hastings. Wishing you listening. All suck my dick. <laughs> Locker room talk. Locker room talk. Locker room talk. <laughs> okay, bye bye. Oh, pussies. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this whole issue 
started with a career-shortening spike pile driver. happened in the ring, I lost feeling in my arms. After the MRI was taken, they were showing that I had three ruptured discs in my neck. At that point, I was basically given two options. The first option was to never wrestle again. The second option was a surgery where they would fuse my neck and um, basically never step into the ring after that again either. All the obstacles that I've overcome. All the obstacles I've overcome. All the steps in my life. All the steps I've taken in my life. They were all wrong, thanks to the right to censor. Now I can make a change. I can fight a good fight. I can do what's right. I hate them. They've taken my life from me. Well, I've been going through a lot of extensive therapy on my neck. You know, I'm not at 100%, but uh, definitely working towards recovery. Does anybody here really care if China steps back into the ring again? I think that China is afraid of me and afraid to get in the ring with me. And I'm so sure of it that I am willing to lay my title on the line at Royal Rumble to prove it. Alina, King, there's China. What the heck? What's she doing out here? Alina, with a twist of fate on Ivory. Issued a challenge to me for your precious little women's title, knowing that I wouldn't show up, knowing that I wasn't 100% physically well. I accept your challenge, and I will be there Sunday at the Royal Rumble. China gets a chance in revenge against Ivory at the Rumble Sunday. Ah, and we are back and ready to go for the WWF Women's title. The first time that China has ever attempted to win the WWF Women's Championship. The following contest scheduled for one fall is for the World Wrestling Federation Women's Championship. Introducing first, accompanied by Stephen Richards from the Rachel Center, the World Wrestling.